Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, and welcome back to the School for Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Millard, and I am so excited to be interviewing Izzy today. Izzy, we had a conversation Oh my gosh, it's probably a couple months back. It feels like it was just yesterday, but a couple months back on Instagram Live. I absolutely love how you really, I'm known for talking about like your business model and your plan. And I really love how you bring websites into an entire experience. That's what we jammed out on Instagram about is like, how do you really tie in everything you're doing in business? Um, today, though, we're going to be talking a lot about websites. Why don't we, can you give us a lowdown on like who you are, how you fell in love with what you do, and just give us a sneak into your world? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so I'm Izzy Wade. I opened Izzy Wade Design officially about two years ago, but honestly, I've been in the industry um, for a while. It's kind of what I always wanted to go into. So I feel like I'm kind of the anomaly in this online space because I actually went to college for what I'm doing now as an online business owner. So I went to college for marketing and graphic design and always knew that this is where I wanted to go into and, and always knew that I wanted to help business owners and go into branding. So I tried my stint in the corporate world and it really didn't last very long before I was like, I don't think my values are really aligning with this. And so I switched directions and just decided to try it on my own and and work with business owners one-on-one to help them get seen by their potential customers through branding and website design. And, And I just fell in love with the aspect of really getting to know the business owner and helping them show up through the branding and website design and making their business stand out. And so that's kind of what I I fell into and and I love it. And I, and I love that I get to work with all types of people doing it. I love this. And I think you're going to have so much value to provide listeners just because you have that like business to business experience. So you own a business, you run a business, you can talk about that. And then you also serve businesses. But I have to ask very quickly, do you feel like going to college for what you're doing gave you a leg up? Do you feel like it was worth it? Mm, that's a good question. I think that I could have got where I am right now without college. Don't get me wrong. I definitely do. But I think what college gave me was experiences. You know, in college, I had every internship possible. I filled up every time I could possibly have an internship with one. And so it wasn't necessarily like learning skills, but it was more like learning how to learn, learning how to put myself out there in positions. So I, if I wanted to learn just the skills, I probably could have done it without school. But I think that college gave me like these real life experiences and like taught me how to communicate, taught me how to network, taught me how to put myself in the business world. So that part is what I don't think I could have got by myself. 
It's so interesting because I feel like there's this debate now that's like, you don't need college, but it's actually like kind of a rebellion. And I look back and I'm like, I absolutely don't need to be a CPA to do what I do now. Mm -hmm. But the experience that I got from being there and like going to school and all those things definitely put a bow on some things for me. So anyways, thank you. Thank you for that going off on that little tangent. I love it though. And I will also say there's something that just like clicks credibility wise. I'm like, oh, you went to college, like, you know, something. I'm probably going to hire you over the person next to you who didn't, unless you can prove the results to me, right? Yeah, so, totally. There's, there's pros and cons. I think you can get wherever you want to go, but you just have to be able to back it up with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about websites, and we'll finish off with some of your entrepreneurial experience. So you are helping individuals with websites, but you have a little bit different approach, which is which I mentioned at the start. What does a design process look like for you when you're like taking this whole like experience and putting it on one kind of like screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think what's really different about my process is I always start with the branding. I'll occasionally have clients come to me that have done branding with other designers and then I'm like, okay, we'll take it and kind of run with it. But if they don't, that is the first step always because you have to have, you can't just have a website that's pulled from thin air. You need to have it kind of stem from something, stem from a strategy that is put together. And so I always start with branding and, and why that's, um, why that's so different is I really sit down and get to know the person, get to know their business, what they're passionate about, what their missions and values are, because I want that to be the center of their branding. I think we we went through a phase in this online business space where everyone kind of looked the same. You know, the the, the chic pink boss bay vibe <laughs> was done oh, yeah. and done and done again. You know, like we saw the same thing. And I think we're kind of now and consumers especially are to the point where we're like, no, we want to see personality. We want to see this authentic side. We want people to be different. And so that's really what I focus on first is no matter what we're doing, I want the business owner and their mission and their values to shine through. I like to think of it as like when you're talking to someone and they're talking about what they're passionate about, they kind of have that sparkle in their eye. I want to turn that sparkle into a beaming light that people are going to see and like fall in love with you before they even have their first discovery call. And so I think that's the first step is just getting to know the person from there, though, then I like to build websites that definitely represent that you know, unique, unique side of a person. There's so much more that we can do on a website nowadays than just like a standing wall of photos and text. You know, we can, we can add a playlist of like some songs that are going to represent your vibe. We can add a little Q and A section so people can feel like they're interviewing you. We can even add like a little video of you chatting. Like there's so much more that can make people feel like they're in this immersive environment, getting to know you and your business versus just like landing on a put together website. So it's, it's, it's more about helping that personality and that uniqueness shine through in this experience versus just sharing information. And I think that's where the the trend in websites is going nowadays, because just like anything, everywhere, you know, there's there's constantly more information, more things to do. Marketing is getting more creative in general. And so it's like you have to be able to keep up and you have to be able to show new ways of who you are. Okay, I just have to say, like, I think this is genius. And I love it so much. Like you see on social media, how we want to see like the behind the scenes, we want to see how people really are. And I love how you're like, bringing that to a website where so many people it's like, 
I don't know, you've got the good templates and it's like, click this in here and we're just going to put some good text in, but then we wonder why it doesn't convert. And it's like, this is so unique, your approach. And like, just so it makes your website almost like human. It's almost like, yeah, it's a living. I like to think of a website as a living, breathing extension of yourself and they should always be updated. So they're living. (laughs) You can't just like put it out there and then leave it. You know, think of it as like an arm of your business. How would you treat, how would you treat an employee? How would you update an employee? Like do the same for your website and keep it this like part of your business that's going to work for you. If you also invest that time and energy into it too. Mm, I love that so much. So I have a question coming from this place where like most website designers are just like, Hey, you know, like tell me what your colors are and your brand fonts. And I'm going to throw this together for you. And it's going to look great. Do you ever have to deal with people who are like, I don't really want to answer the questions or maybe they're in like misalignment. They're like, I really want this pink website. And you're, you're like, but I deal, you deal with men. (laughs) Like you're in construction. I don't know. Tell me what it's Mm -hmm. like to like have to bring people together. Do you have to work at that a bit to be like, Hey, what you're saying you want to deliver to people is different than what you're visually enjoying yeah I think there is I think there can be some of that um however I also think that my process is set up in a way that it leads people to kind of fall in love with the branding I I create anyway because I think I I I work really hard to truly like pull it out of their soul. <laughs> and I've had, I've had clients tell me over and over again, they're like, I don't even know how you came up with this. Cause this like feels so me. And I've had people tell me like, I sent my website to my best friend and she could believe how like it looks like me. It's so me it is. I hear that over and over and over again. And so I feel like, I think that maybe there would be more of that if I just all of a sudden pulled this random branding out of nowhere. But I think because I have such a process that's built to get to know them and to like ask their opinion and to like, it's it's not just the, okay, tell me what you want and then let me just show you it. It's like, okay, let's kind of go through this process where I can really get to know you and put so much of you in your branding that at the end of it, you can't hate it because it's, it's you, you know? And so, um, I don't know. I think I haven't run into that as much as maybe I would if I did it in like a more just like, okay, tell me what you want. Now, here you go. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of, I think my process kind of creates that to go away on its own. Mm, I love that so much. It really sounds unique to me. I was having a conversation with a business owner last week, completely different. Obviously they weren't working with you and they were saying like, they really disliked this branding that was, you know, delivered to them. And they're like, I don't even know like where to start with it. And, um, I would think like what you're saying is like, it's just not enough time getting to know them, getting to know what they want. It's just like, okay, we're going to throw this marketing up. This is what we Mm -hmm. think people will like versus like, this is who you are. And that authentic aligned, like, I don't know when you align what you're delivering with like that branding experience is like, it's almost like it can't be like, I think what you're saying, like it can't be not you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. Like there's definitely a point to, okay. You know, the end of the day, the branding is for your potential clients. It's for your audience. It's for the people that you're trying to talk to. So you do have to tie part of that in, but say like I had a client who wanted this dark moody vibe um and she was trying to work with like females you know and so at first the colors she was thinking she wanted and that aligned with her were kind of more masculine but then it's about okay 
this is what you feel like you're aligned to, how can we tie it together to still give it that feminine edge so it calls to the female entrepreneurs that you're trying to attract? And so I think there's like a balance. Like it, at the end of the day, like the business owner has to love it. Otherwise, they're not going to feel confident showing up in it. But also you have to find a way to make it speak to the audience. Nice. So if any, if there's a listener who's thinking about having a website done or redone, what are the first steps before they would reach out to somebody that you really think would lay the foundation of like a good working relationship to have that built? Yeah, great question. Look at a website. <laughs> I feel like I, I get people all the time that are like, okay, I want a website. And then the, the examples they send me, I'm like, that's all like, you just want some text and some photos like I don't know I think like if you want to invest in a website designer go look at other websites go look and see what you can do what the possibilities are out there you know don't just look at the first website and say okay I want something that looks like this you know find some inspiration find something you love find something that like gets you excited before you're ready to like actually work I love that now tell me where would I do that like how would I find all those yeah I you know, for inspiration in different niches, you know, go look at your your competitors, go look at people that are kind of doing what you want to do and, and pull up their website and see some some of the areas of things like, okay, they did this, but I think that I could do this. I think that I could do this differently or better, whatever it is, you know, start looking at websites in your industry from your competitors. And then, you know, even if they're not in your competitors, you can also just look at other people that have websites that inspire you. Whenever I open a website, I'm not even kidding. Like I was looking at this website the other day and they were selling juice, <laughs> like juice. And I was like, this is so cool. Like I love these bright colors. I love how they did this. And I have a folder on my desktop of like over a hundred websites, probably <laughs> just like websites that I think are really cool. And so, you know, whatever you're doing, if you're ever on a website, even if it's not in your industry, but they do something that you think it's cool, you can save it or, or, or think about how you can then turn that to, to fit your, what you're doing and how you're serving people. And so definitely pull inspo from anywhere. Pinterest, huge. There's always different, you can type pretty much anything in Pinterest and there's some type of website that will pop up with inspiration. And so pretty much everywhere, just start saving things that you like and start noticing. I think that's the key is like, if you're not a website designer, you might not notice what's going on on different websites. So you really just got to start noticing what you're seeing and start paying attention. Mm, so what I'm hearing from you is instead of like deciding today, like, okay, I'm going to get a website done. It's like, you know, taking that runway ahead of time, maybe like a couple weeks and like noticing every site that you're on, what you love about it, what you don't love about it, kind of documenting that so that when you do go and say like, okay, Izzy, I need a website, you have some idea of like, hey, this is what I really love and feels good to me. Yeah, totally. I mean, and I've, I've definitely had clients on the flip side that are just like, okay, I want a website, I don't know what I need on it, help me and make it, you know, come to life. And, and that's totally okay. And I can definitely help people kind of figure out what they need on their website, what they want. But the, I think that sometimes people don't know the range of things that are possible on the website and experiences that you're, you have to like, to build websites and like the fun things you can do. And so I think when you start to notice and start to kind of look into more, it's like you widen the possibilities of what you can do on a website. And instead of it just being like, oh, here's a website, a wall of text and photos. It's like, oh, dang, here's my website. It's like an extension of my business. It, it like tells my story. It, it gets me clients, you know, it works for me. There's so much more of a possibility there when you like actually start to pay attention and notice different websites. 
Cool. So cool. Okay. I want to change directions for a couple minutes. I would love for you to just like, you're a couple years into business. You're probably at that turning point. I'm guessing of like, okay, this is like, this is working this is busy. This is legitimate. I would love to hear what is one thing that you've done in the past couple years that you're like, this really led to me having the success I have today. Hmm. That's a good question. I think that for me, it was, um, the turning point for me really was like understanding my strengths and actually utilizing them. I think when I started my business, I was just like, okay, I'll make an Instagram. I'll show my work and I'll be it. And people will come to me. But like one of my strengths is just people. I love people. I love meeting people. I love engaging and interacting. And I was kind of neglecting that. Like I went like pretty much a year without having like more than five zoom meetings. Like the only people I was really meeting were my clients. And so it wasn't until like later that I was like, wait, if I'm really good at talking to people, I love talking to people. It fires me up. Why aren't I using that more and finding ways to just network and, and do like coffee dates and do these zoom networking events. And so I think the turning point for me was really like being like, wait, I have to find a way to utilize my strengths to grow my business and not just do what I felt like I needed to be doing. Cause I felt like all I needed to do was like post on Instagram and then I would like go viral, <laughs> which like, I look back at it. I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? And so, yeah, that was a big turning point. It's just figuring out what I was good at and doing more of it. Mm, that's so good. I was talking to somebody about that this morning. So I love it. I love it. I love it. On the flip side, is there anything that you wish you know, besides posting on Instagram and waiting for people to come, is there anything that you wish that you would have done differently? Um, I think if I were to do it again, I think I would have started out by, I don't know. I think when I started my business, I just kind of did it. I didn't really have a plan. Um, honestly, I just started as freelancing. And so I was doing any type of graphic design work. Like I was doing magazines and, and, and designing vans and just kind of anything until it really led to where I wanted to go. So I don't know, I think maybe I would have done it a little bit more strategically and like thought about like a better launch campaign or a better way to like introduce the world to my business. Whereas instead I remember, like I literally just posted on like my public Facebook and was like, I'm doing creative services. Let me know if you need literally anything. Um, so it wasn't very like streamlined. I think that I could have like spent more time like actually strategically figuring out how to launch my business and like building excitement around it. But I don't know. I was kind of an accident I, when I started my business. So can I give you a, a tip though? It's like, I think this is what everybody does. And it's so funny because those first couple years in business, like we actually need to kind of stumble around and figure out what's for us yeah. and what's not for us that like, mm -hmm. you don't have that clarity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, when you go to university, like the first year is like, at least here in Canada, it's like general studies. Yeah. Like you just have to take a year to figure your life out. I think it's kind of like that with business. Like we have to <laughs> figure it out. Um, so then on the other side, we're like, oh man, what a waste of, like we didn't need all that, but realistically, yeah. like we probably wouldn't have had the same clarity. No, totally. And that's why I don't, I don't necessarily like regret any of it. Like it all led me to being where I am and knowing what I know now. Um, but if I were to like, like if I were to like whisper to my past self and be like, these are the things you can skip, <laughs> I might have skipped a few things my first year, but yeah, you're Love right. It. it taught me a lot. 
I love it. I love it. Okay. Do you have one last tip, whether it's about websites or just entrepreneurship for anybody listening, one last tip um, that you'd love to share that's like, you know, I scream this from the rooftops to entrepreneurs so they can be successful. Yeah. I'll give my best website tip. Okay. My best website tip is to not forget your call to actions and wherever you want those to be because sometimes we have like really great websites it, it's beautiful it, it tells our story you know there's photos things like that whatever it is but if you don't have a step for them to take they're going to be confused and you want to make it really easy for people to work with you that's the whole point of business right you want people to, to want to work with you you want people to make it you want to make it easy for people to give you money and so just whatever you do on your website make it in a way that's clear on what the next step is don't just have a button that says like start now you know maybe be more specific like here if you click this button you can start a free discovery call to see if we're a good fit like make it really clear so people don't have to question what they're doing what the next step is so biggest tip for your website make it clear I love it. Okay, I'm really putting you on the spot with this. But do you do website like an audit that you could look at it and give like that clarity where you're like, mm, we need to improve here or like you're like, that's not what I do. It's a whole. No, yeah, whole absolutely. Um, yes. I do have I have a free brand or website audit. So you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and sign up and you can either choose for me to look at your branding or look at your website. And then I'll give you like three of my best tips to improve and then three things that I think you're doing good. And so often people start with that because they just, they don't even know where to start. Izzy, that is like the most intense amount of value that I have heard. <laughs> good. No, you know, the thing about business right now is it feels like maybe less in the brick and mortar world, but more so in the online space, we're all just trying to get people to buy from us. Like that's, that's what it feels like. It's so like just buy, buy, buy and nobody, Nobody wants to put the effort in. And I just like, I really applaud you for putting in so much work for people without them necessarily buying. I love it. This is, I'm going to share this a million times over because I think that is so, so, so incredibly valuable. So thank you for doing that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your time. We'll include that in the link in the show notes <laughs> to those website audits. And I just really want to say again, like, I love your approach to really looking at like the whole experience, branding, website, really personifying a business. I love it. So thank you so much for your time today, Izzy. Incredible yeah, amount of value. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know, you want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.